a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil, and a very warm welcome to you on Radio Veritas. Yes, it's always lovely being with you at this time of the day, especially today. It's Friday. <laughs> it's the end of the week, almost the end of the month as well. But thank you for joining me, and we come to the end of the day and the end of the week just to thank the Lord for this week and this day and to ask His blessing upon us. Well, let's just ask the Lord to be with us as we pray together and we ask the Lord to just lead us in prayer by praying oh God come to our aid oh Lord make haste to help us glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end Amen Alleluia Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Who do you say? Who do you say that I am? Do you believe that I am? Do you believe that I am? Do you believe? Do you believe that I am? Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus, I do believe. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus, I do believe. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Who do you say? Who do you say that I am? Jesus Christ, my Lord, Jesus Christ, my Lord, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, my Lord.
The Lord is great. Our God is high above all gods. The psalm in two parts today, Psalm 134, prays for the Lord who does marvelous things. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself and Israel for his own possession. For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever he wills in heaven, on earth, in the seas. He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain, and from his treasuries he sends forth the wind. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land, and on his people their land he bestowed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is great. Our God is high above all gods. Sons of Israel, bless the Lord. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. Lord, your name stands forever unforgotten from age to age. For the Lord does justice for his people, the Lord takes pity on his servants. Pagan idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but they cannot speak, and they have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear. There is never a breath on their lips. Their makers will come to be like them, and so will all who trust in them. Sons of Israel, bless the Lord. Sons of Aaron, bless the Lord. Sons of Levi, bless the Lord. And you who fear him, bless the Lord. From Zion may the Lord be blessed, he who dwells in Jerusalem. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Sons of Israel, bless the Lord. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. All peoples will come and adore you, Lord. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty, just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord, for you alone are holy. 
All nations shall come and worship you, for your judgments have been revealed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All peoples will come and adore you, Lord. Gospel reading today is taken from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 10, verses 1 to 12. Jesus came to the district of Judea and the far side of the Jordan. And again, crowds gathered round him, and again he taught them, as his custom was. Some Pharisees approached him and asked, is it against the law for a man to divorce his wife? They were testing him. And so he answered them, What did Moses command you? Moses allowed us, they said, to draw up a writ of dismissal and so to divorce. And then Jesus said to them, It was because you were so unteachable that he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. And this is why a man must leave father and mother, and the two become one body. They are no longer two, therefore, but one body. So then, what God has united, man must not divide. Now back in the house, the disciples questioned him again about this. And he said to them, The man who divorces his wife and marries another is guilty of adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she is guilty of adultery too. Today, Jesus is dealing with the issue of uh, human relations between husband and wife. And, uh, of course, in those days, women were very, very much oppressed. I suppose in some parts of our world, women are also oppressed. Some religions do oppress women, and it's almost part of the law, part of the way of life in that faith. In the day of Jesus, women and children were very much marginalized, very much of a patriarchal society. And so if somebody was to be divorced, it would have been that the man would divorce his wife. But a woman couldn't divorce her husband. Now, we know in our, in our society, for example, here in South Africa, it's possible for a woman to divorce her husband for some reason. But in those days, it was only a man who could divorce his wife. Because the man was the head of the family. It was a patriarchal society. And, uh, and unfortunately, that kind of uh, abuse of women was very rife at the time. 
So these uh, Pharisees, they come to Jesus and they put the question to Jesus, is it against the law for a man to divorce his wife? And Jesus says, well, what did Moses say? And Moses did it because of their hardness of heart and so on, because they were unteachable, as Jesus says, that he allowed you to write a writ of dismissal. But what Jesus is talking about here is between man and the woman, there is to be no domination of man over woman or woman over man, that somehow we have our own dignity. Each person has his or her own dignity. And then Jesus says, from the beginning of God, of creation, God made them male and female. And then he says, that's why a woman, uh, a man must leave his father and mother and he and his new partner, his wife, become one body. Then no longer two, but one body. So for Jesus, the relationship between a man and a woman is, well, practically equal, if I can put it that way, equal in dignity. But this was still a bit of a stumbling block for the disciples, because back in the house, they questioned Jesus about this. And he said to them, the man, the man who divorces his wife and marries another is guilty of adultery against her. And then Jesus says, and if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she is guilty of adultery too. So there's a, a kind of equality for men and women. If you're married, you're married, and you may not divorce your wife or your husband, whatever the case is. Now, I know that many of you listening to me now might have been married and divorced. It's somewhat of a reality in the world in which we live today, and it's unfortunate, and I'm not going to condemn anybody because you happen to be divorced. But it is a reality, and there are many people who are divorced. And, and my goodness, I know that there are many couples who get into marriage and find that it doesn't work, and really the only solution is that people should separate and, and divorce um, for, 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 for the sake of sanity and that sort of thing. But... That's a kind of doctor's solution to a relationship. But if we look at marriage as such, then Jesus is saying that the husband or the, fa the, the, the son of the father would leave home, take, another wo take a woman to be his wife, and the two, and they are no longer two, therefore, but one body. All right. And that, I think, is what is so important about marriage. And in other words, your husband or your wife should be the most important person, number one, in your relationship. And if your husband or your wife isn't number one in your relationship, but number two or three or four, then we can expect that things are going to go wrong in, in a marriage relationship. So marriage is such a beautiful uh, union of husband and wife that what we need to encourage is for people to live together in love, but always to to be the most important persons in each other's lives. If golf or business or sport becomes more important than your husband and wife, or being a film star more important than your husband or your wife, well, don't be surprised if that marriage doesn't end in divorce. So we pray today for all married couples that, uh, that you and your husband or your wife will always regard each other as the most important people in your lives, number one in your lives. And let's remember that Jesus is saying, it's not that the husband must dominate the wife. No, 
that's the patriarchal society in which Jesus lived, is here saying that there is a kind of equality between men and women in the relationship. And we need to recognize that husbands may not divorce, and neither may wives divorce their husbands. Uh, there's an equality. And that was something very, very new in the day of Jesus. And so what he was telling these Pharisees that he was speaking to was something quite challenging because they were very, very much part of that patriarchal society where the husband was the head of the, the family. Uh, we believe that, yes. But women were very much oppressed in those days as they are today. But thank God we are moving away from that to a greater equality between men and women in our society and in our families. Christ loved us and has washed away our sins with his blood. He made us a line of kings, priests to serve God. Christ loved us and has washed away our sins with his blood. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Christ loved us and has washed away our sins with his blood. The Lord has come to help us, his servants. He has remembered his mercy. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord has come to help us, his servants. He has remembered his mercy. Father Christ prayed that we be forgiven through his passion. As you accept him, accept his prayer for all sinners. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Through his beloved disciple, Jesus gave us Mary to be our mother. With her, we pray to you for all her children. Father, heed the anguish of those who cry out to you with your Son, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Help us to hear the cry, I thirst, and help us to see your Son even in the least of his brothers and sisters. And to the man dying with him, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, this day you will be with me in paradise. Father, let these words be heard again by those who die tonight. And we pray for those who have gone before us, signed with the sign of the cross,
May they rise with Christ in power when his voice resounds again through the universe. It is consummated. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O Holy Father and Lord, you willed that Christ your Son should be the price of our salvation. Give us grace so to live that through sharing his sufferings we may be strengthened by the power of his resurrection who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. A beautiful hymn there, Now the Green Blade Riseth. And uh, that brings us to the end of our evening prayer this evening. It's uh, Friday, or you might be listening again on Saturday to this program. But it's always lovely being with you at the end of the day, the end of the week. And we thank the Lord for all his blessings. 
Now, in the couple of minutes that we have left now, let me just remind you about a couple of things. Don't forget, on the 24th of this month, a very important announcement on Radio Veritas. So do stay tuned and uh, and remember that uh, we need you need to listen to that special announcement on the 24th of May. Then also to remind you that from the 2nd to the 11th of September, I'm taking a group of pilgrims to the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. And uh, it's going to be in Rome, of course. Our Holy Father will be uh, announcing or proclaiming uh, Mother Teresa as a saint. We all know she's a saint, but she's not going to be officially declared a saint. So that's on the, on the 4th of September. But we leave on the 2nd and come back on the 11th of September. Uh, if you'd like to know more about the pilgrimage, I suggest you go to the website. That's www.fowlertours.co.za. www.fowlertours.co.za. Go and have a look at the pilgrimage that is being offered there. In fact, there are several pilgrimages that Fowler Tours office, um, offers. So do go and have a look at them. See what they're about. See what the price is. You know, a pilgrimage is always... Um, a, a wonderful experience. It's a prayer experience. It's not going on a on a, a sort of continental tour or anything like that. A pilgrimage is a time of prayer, and that's what we're going on. And I hope that uh, the number that we have at the moment, which is about 20, I think, will be doubled, that we'll have a really good number of pilgrims coming with me on the 2nd of September. So visit the website, that's www.fowlertours.co.za, read all about about it. Better still, phone Gail Gail Fowler, this is her number, 076-352-3809, 076-352-3809. That's her number. Tell her you've heard about the pilgrimage on Radio Veritas. It's a pilgrimage which is being uh, arranged by the Southern Cross, that's our weekly Catholic newspaper, and ourselves, Radio Veritas. So go and read all about it and, uh, and do something. I'm going to put your name down and come with us. The cost is at the moment about 37,000 rand for that period, everything included. But the more pilgrims we have, the cheaper it's going to be. So put your name down at least and, uh, and, and book your place on this pilgrimage, which is really one not to be missed. Rome and the basilicas of Rome and the life of, of Rome and Italy and so on. Very, very beautiful. And then we go to Assisi, which is another very, very beautiful place. And uh, the little towns around it that St. Francis would have lived in and visited. So that's what we're going to be doing from the 2nd to the 11th of September. Thank you again to those of you who have contributed water to the drought-stricken areas of the, the Free State. We've received another more or less eight or ten tons of water, which brings us almost to almost 50 tons of water that we've delivered, delivered to the Free State in this time of drought. So thank you to one and all our Dominican schools, our parishes, and those of you who have dropped off water here at Radio Veritas. And thank you to those of you who have helped us to defray some of our expenses here at Radio Veritas for computers and uh, and that sort of thing. We really do appreciate it. We've been going through a bit of a low patch financially, but thanks to you and thanks to God working in and through you, we've been able to come out with our heads above the water. 
So, con- please continue. If you'd like to make a little contribution to Radio Veritas, I'll give you the details of our bank account. It's Nedbank, Cresta. The branch code is 191305, 191305. And the bank account is 191329607. 191329607. Radio Veritas. And for your reference, just put your name and telephone number so that we can get back to you. Anyway, that's about all we have time for this evening. Thank you very much for joining me, Father Emil. Have a wonderful, restful weekend. And so from me, good night and God bless.